0: This is The Tea Health Show, your medical lifestyle podcast brought to you by The Tea Clinic, hosted by Dr. Mark. Good morning, this is The Tea Health Show and I'm Dr. Mark and in studio today I'm joined by a good friend and colleague, uh, dermatologist from Johannesburg, Dr. Puleli Mpuffo. welcome to the show.
1: Thank you very much for having me.
0: Um, and then, as always, our producer, Simpiwe. So, Pulile, when, when you and I were sitting mm. at the launch of Sculptra a couple of uh, weeks, actually it's now two months ago, yes. um, I said to you, I would love to do, a series of talks on dermatology yes. and skin conditions. So um, today's show is a little bit shorter than than what we've planned. Uh you just saw a patient in ICU mm-hmm. and um at one point, I would like us to talk about this because people actually don't realize just how important our skin health is and this is a patient in i c u yes. with a toxic skin condition that 's life threatening okay, so let's actually talk about common skin conditions so i'm going to start with some peewee some peewee
1: yes,
0: what are you concerned about? When you think of your skin,
1: uh, dryness. Uh, I don't want to look ashy. My grandmother was always like, "You must never look ashy. That's not a good look." Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm worried about a lot. Um, and then overall, like I don't like having like red lines or like wrinkles. So I'm worried about that, you know, the so aging aspect of it.
0: Paulili, <laughs> do you do you agree with me? So everything that Simpiwe has described is basically aesthetics
1: it is but the dryness could be minor a mild form of eczema actually okay the propensity to dryness so it let's could be that in your family there is that gene
0: so let's start there because you've just said something that i didn't know i didn't know that ex- eczema mm. has a genetic component to it so let's yes. let's describe eczema because we can find eczema in babies and yes. that can be Extremely, extremely dangerous and bad for the babies.
1: Yes, it is. And it affects everybody because it affects sleep for, for the parents and for the baby. It affects for, for other members of the family. It traumatizes everybody so, because if you can't sleep, you can't work. Okay. So I think
0: a lot of us throw the word eczema around too easily. Yes. And I yes. think sometimes it gets confused with the other, Inflammatory yes. conditions of the skin Definitely. So maybe let's start with Inflammatory skin yes. conditions
1: The most common obviously is atopic Eczema which uh, The incidence ranges from 17% To 30, to 37 actually Depending on where you are in urban areas Whether it's high reporting or high incidence We're not sure but we tend To find it in about 37% pe- Of people the rural areas are About 17% so that's very common It's an inflammation of the skin Which is genetic um, because of, it's, it's caused by the same gen, gene defect that causes uh, hay fever So it's common, in the, the, the patients themselves will have that history Or maybe their immediate family will have a, a history of um, hay asthma. fever, allergic rhinitis and asthma Okay. And other skin conditions of uh, like um, an exaggerated response to insect bites, things like that It tends to be in the family so even if the other family members don't have eczema as it is, but the gene for it exists, and then some of them will manifest it as eczema. So it's an inflammation where the problem actually is the ability, the inability of the skin to retain moisture. So it's a, it's a defa- defective barrier function of the skin. So that's, that's the cascade of reactions where you then get, because of the dryness, the skin then itches, becomes Asian. It itches because um, there are cracks in the skin which expose the nerve endings. So there's that tingling sensation of the skin. That then activates the patient to scratch. In fact, eczema is called the itch that rashes. It's not the oh, okay. itch that itches. Like it's that It's the itch
0: that rashes when
1: scratched. Because that's yeah. why scratching is a big deal. We have to stop that. Because when the skin is dry and inflamed, then you scratch it you then activate inflammation then you you just get So you're going in- down this rabbit hole of just the
0: yes. <laughs> So my 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 partner this morning mm-hmm. said something that was quite uh, significant mm-hmm. after what you've just said mm-hmm. Um there's, there's this movement, and I don't know whether if you've heard about this, about people not bathing for... Uh, three
1: days! Three days, no bath, that, that... Thing.
0: Uh, no, 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 they, <laughs> uh, there's some people that do this, and it's, uh, it's now becoming a big thing, that yes. you don't bath, because it's said when you bath, the soaps destroys the natural it's oils not, in it's the very skin.
1: true that we advise our eczema patients not to overbath. Okay. Three times a week is the suggested time. It's difficult to do. But now we have very good moisturizers. Mm-hmm. So we, 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 we bath and replace the, the, the lost, um, moisture. But to be honest, in the olden books, in old dermatology books, they do mention that washing, bathing more than three times a week, aggravates the dryness that activates the whole cascade is it
0: because of the soap or is it because of the water it's
1: a combination of factors the wetness itself aggravates because you see in in, pe- in people with professions that immerse their hands in water like helpers bakers um even, hairdressers even the wetness itself you see with with trigo under the breasts or under the apron Abdomen and apron in people who are obese. Yeah, the wetness itself, the the intense humidity itself, is an is a is pro-inflammatory. So
0: that. <laughs> but, sorry, for, I I wish you could see our
1: faces both Simpson and I just looked at Pauline. Um, okay. So okay. Chemicals, obviously. Yeah. Some we 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 have different types of reactions to chemicals. We have them. Inflammatory, we have the irritating kind of um, reaction where it's not the, the the chemical that's problematic but the frequency of usage, like when you wash your dishes mm-hmm. if you wash dishes quickly there's no problem. but if you wash dishes for forty minutes, then it causes a problem. So where the problem is you get an inflammation because of overdosage of of that particular thing. To put it like ah, me.
0: okay. Mm-hmm. But so it's connect- dose dependent, basically, dose dependent
1: or exposure dependent. If the exposure is, elongate, is is long, then you get the reaction. But there is there are allergic reactions as well as even if it's a very small, like latex and things like that, even if or hair dye, even if the, the contact is very slight, you can get a reaction. Sure. So the the, the the inflammation from chemicals can be due to dosage. Or, or frequency, or due to allergy. Yeah. Um,
0: Paulilia, I want to circle back. Mm. So, when we say inflammatory skin conditions, you've now described atopic e- eczema. Yes. Um, what are the other inflammatory conditions is dermatitis an inflammatory condition or an allergic condition? It's
1: very confusing to 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 use the word dermatitis because dermatitis just means inflammation of the skin. So eczema would be part of dermatitis, but there is also seborrheic dermatitis, which yeah. is like eczema, but the areas of involvement are different. Like the baby will have cradle care Will have inflammation in the in the in the flexures. They will have hypopigmentation. The skin will be lighter in the skin folds. That they, they, they are prone to having leprosy. This is
0: where eczema is usually presents with inflammation, which is red in those areas. Am I correct, or do I have it wrong?
1: It's a form of eczema. It atopic eczema presents as. Um, let me describe the different presentations they are all dermatitis because dermatitis just means inflammation of the skin yeah so atopic dermatitis is the one that's alle- associated with allergies like um, hay fever asthma okay. and that that one presents in babies there's a there's a there's a form there's an infantile form childhood form and adult form the infantile form they have these rosy cheeks you see them having cracked red rosy cheeks they have um, the rashes on their wrists and extensor surfaces of their arms it can spread to the whole body, very very itchy. But the childhood after the age of two, it presents on the usual areas of eczema on the uh, anticubital fossa, the 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 front of. The so
0: elbows. this is in in your where you Child- bend your arm. Yeah, so you That's has the front where they take blood.
1: And when you bend your knee,
0: at the back of the knee. Yes, yeah at
1: the back of it. It can it can also spread to other areas. But the adult form tends to be in specific areas like eyelids. No, it can be namular eczema, or it can be on nipples or scrotum. It, it tends to be in specific areas, but severe forms are generalized. So that's that's atopic eczema. Seborrheic uh, eczema on the eczema on the on the contrary is in areas of um, like the scalp, um, eyebrows, areas with hair and with folds. So ah, it's the scalp, okay. the eyelids, the nasolabial fold, this will be under the chest, your breast, under arms, under breast, apron, and, a- okay. and in the groin. Ah. that's seborrheic dermatitis. Okay, that one is not associated with uh, with any hay fever or asthma. Okay, and it's it's also it's also common. It's also common
0: and it's, it it can be quite debilitating yes, it especially can. if it's generalized yes
1: very debilitating there is a form called erythrodema where every centimeter of the body is covered
0: i i we i've seen a couple of these babies mm-hmm. um in in my years of practice. Mm-hmm. And it literally these babies look like little aliens. Yes. They bright red, mm-hmm. they scaly mm-hmm. and they are oh, it's 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 horrible to see them because they are screaming the whole time. You can't bath them, you can't put clothes it on them. The it's it's it horrible. Easily. Yeah.
1: An infection is pro inflammatory on its own. It can aggravate um, relapses, but also it's a result of having a relapse. Because when you have the active eczema, you scratch yourself, you introduce bacteria from your from your fingers when you scratch from your nails. So it, infection is very bad. We have to clear it. It can create um, a triggering effect, but it can also be a result of a relapse because of scratching.
0: So is this, um, uh, uh, Simpiwe? What do you use for treating a skin condition? If you go to, if you have a skin condition,
1: um, (laughs) I'm the wrong one. Okay, so you know what I I think? I've been told. (laughs) I
0: I think if you ask the majority of parents or young adults, Mm. they they say you use some kind of cortisone cream. Okay, Okay. and I remember, um, uh, Paulili, back when we studied now i think you studied one or two years uh before me and then you specialized but i remember dermatology we had um a professor who was from some eastern european country i still can't pronounce his surname and what we knew back then is if in doubt, cortisone. So today I think that's changed because we have disease-modifying drugs. We're not here to talk about them yet. We'll, we'll go into those. but
1: it's, it's um, a dangerous statement, though. If, if in doubt,
0: this cortisone. is where I want to go. Yes. Um, because the majority of people would go Please and sir. get some kind of over-the-counter yes. cortisone Cream, whether it's mylocal To, to something like that yes. um, And there's danger In yes, that, what that. is the danger?
1: There are many There are many uh, adverse uh, Reactions to using Strong corticosteroids on the face Or using mild ones for a long Time, uh, what we get Is um, an inflamed The skin gets thin And then it becomes prone to anything really Oh, okay. It becomes, you see blood vessels You can imagine how dangerous that is If the blood vessels are visible Because then if you pump yourself The bruise is it will blue. else You get acne You get um, fungal infections That's the one that's very serious Because you get a, a type of fungal infection That is not going to look like a fungal infection We call it tinea incognito because ah. then it, you have tinea
0: means fungal fun- by in, the way tinea means
1: fungal incognito means not visible okay. so by using a steroid you are really remo- removing the the the, the stigmata that we look for to diagnose the the condition
0: so with a steroid cream hmm. you can you can yes. hide
1: you can hide fungal infection yes
0: and then Um, We all in the medical profession, this is one of the most dangerous thing about steroids is that they suppress the immune system Mm -hmm. and then things that should be picked up Mm -hmm. by the immune system Mm -hmm. pass the immune system and then it creates a bad infection, Mm -hmm. whether it's systemical or topical. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we have our eczemas. other inflammatory conditions? Psoriasis
1: is another one.
0: Okay. I want you to stop there because both of us work in aesthetics. Yes. Um, and it's one of the more difficult things that we can, can treat. How does psoriasis present and what actually is it?
1: It is an inflammatory condition which can be in the family. But it can also be part of the metabolic syndrome. That was, that's what makes it important. Because.
0: So metabolic syndrome, your patients with diabetes, high cholesterol, yes, hypertension, they can also obese. Have
1: psoriasis, yes. Oh. We now know that we have to investigate our psoriasis patients, whether they don't have high blood pressure, whether they don't have heart conditions. We know they do badly when they get COVID. So it's not something we have to in, to, to, to be uh, uh, unaware of. The fact that psoriasis can be an indicator. Of of other things that are going wrong In the system
0: Okay, so Polile Tell us uh, How do we Psoriasis is a specific diagnosis yes. But it's also not an easy one to make um, yes. If we think We have psoriasis What is it that we look out for How do we start presenting
1: It It can be misunderstood As a fungal infection Or as eczema because it does produce Scaly red patches like the t- like eczema or fungal infection, but the scale is thick, and when you scrape it, you find bleeding. That is very specific for. So
0: it's almost like a dry plaque that it's forms. It's a very
1: thick, dry uh, scale that, when you remove, there are bleeding. bleeding. Yes.
0: Okay. So that means that there's blood supply to these yes. to this keratotic yes. tissue, and keratotic yes. means. If you think about what your hair nails is made of It's made of keratin yes. So now you're starting to have this uh, Exasperated yes. uh, Reaction To the upper layers of the skin And, and uh, there's blood supply To that mm-hmm. um, Which is bad in itself
1: yes, Which is bad, yes Psoriasis can also be triggered by infection There's a type of psoriasis called Gattate psoriasis Where you can get psoriasis from Having especially strep uh, streptococcal infection, throat infection, tooth, uh, dental caries, uh, urinary tract infection. That one is very important to diagnose because you can really remedy it by just treating the infection. So that type of psoriasis should be uh, should be understood. It has very, very small, tiny, that's why it's called gut age, like raindrops. So it's the typical psoriasis lesions, but very small and scattered all over the body, especially the, the chest and back and the legs
0: okay okay so the moment that you say psoriasis the other thing that i think of Mm -hmm. is rosacea Mm -hmm. do you want to tell us a little bit some Simpiwi have you ever heard about this term Of rosacea No
1: it sounds like a fruit Most uh, Most of the rose
0: (laughs) Yeah it's exactly like Dr. Mpolfo said Rosacea rose It's these patients that present with These very red Inflamed almost Cheeks or patients that Would do some exercise or drink Coffee or smoke a cigarette or drink Wine
1: The cold air then they just flush
0: red, red, red. Mm. You now you can let Rud. Uh, you know what Rudolph the r- reindeer had rosacea on his nose.
1: <laughs> so. In fact, there are different stages of it. The first stage is when the flushing comes and goes, based on being triggered. But the the next phase of the disease is when there's fixed erythema, where it's no more flushing in and out. When it's always red and always there. So, the patient all the time.
0: So how do we uh, explain erythema? Erythema for us means red, red but yes. erythema also means that if you press on the redness, it's going to blanch yes. or not blanch.
1: In the f- in the the, 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 in the in in stage 1 when it is still coming and going when it is flushing, it can blanch
0: Okay, so that means if you press and you leave It will leave a it white leave, mark yes. And then it will slowly fill in um, with red again It's like pressing your nail You'll see that it goes white And if you leave it, it slowly turns yes. pink So that's what we call flushing
1: The second stage is a fixed erythema Where there's fixed redness That doesn't go away It embarrasses the patients People think they've had alcohol or whatever then the third stage is when you have lesions on top, which is sometimes misdiagnosed as acne. But the important thing is that you need to know the difference between acne and rosacea. Because rosacea is centrally, f- centrally placed, the redness is in the center of the face.
0: Yeah, it's over the nose and the cheek area. Am yes, I correct? And it
1: leaves the area in front of the ears unaffected. Okay. It's just the, the, the center. And it comes and goes. Acne is fixed. The other thing to remember is that rosacea doesn't have blackheads That's important, very important There are no comedones in rosacea
0: Okay, our next condition that we're going to talk about is acne And 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 it's triggered um, Then you can explain to us exactly what comedones are Because we have blackheads, whiteheads Mm -hmm. Okay, so rosacea and psoriasis Mm -hmm. We don't treat them the same Mm. Um, neither do we Treat eczema And those conditions That's The why we same need to, We
1: need to really know How to tell them apart Because for rosacea If you give a tropical steroid For rosacea You actually aggravate it Okay So
0: mm. What I think we Often forget As you and I Are sitting in the Northern suburbs of Joburg mm. And this is where The majority of our Patients are mm. But a lot of the people That listen to us Are sitting 500 kilometers from the closest Little Dorpie mm. Where there's no dermatologist mm. There's just maybe a GP mm. How do we How do we Distinguish Between these things What is easy for us to to, to distinguish And is there anything That uh, Let's start with distinguishing factors
1: that's, that's why it's important to Distinguish acne and rosacea because as I as I mentioned, they all have the the the, the pus filled lesions, but rosacea doesn't have blackheads. That's important for the clinician to note that. Because and
0: rosacea doesn't usually present on the forehead like ac- acne would. Am I correct? Acne would. acne would present on your would. forehead, so and that's where you see those little blackheads when the, the skin is rough. Oh. Um, simply I'm sorry to tell you You said that you have good skin
1: I've been told As
0: Dr. (laughs) Polili and I are sitting We can see little comedones on your forehead Am I right?
1: Yeah, it's because of the hair hair food Okay Yeah, oiling the scalp The the, the oil migrates to the forehead Mm -hmm. And then clogs the pores there We get a specific kind of acne Which is called um, Pomade acne Pomade means oil Where we get uh, present, uh, the distribution of the f- acne along the hairline is common in African, um, in us of African descent, because there's this belief that we should feed our scalp mm. with oil. Yes, it's a belief. <laughs> Sorry, so you problems. can't no. hide. You cannot hide <laughs>
0: anything from <a> her. <laughs> acne
1: causes more problems. Actually, we're not there. We're not there. At the moment we're not talking about scalp, but the scalp inflammatory yes. conditions um, are aggravated by too much oil on the scalp. And, make our, and our patients usually, when they have a scalp condition, they over-oil it. They mix some oils they see on YouTube and all that, and that aggravates because the the oil gets clogged up in the follicles, gets putrefied, gets damaged, and then it activates an inflammatory response. So it aggravates the inflammatory condition. So we're not talking about scalp conditions, but I'm just remembering that we should mention that, that over-oiling the scalp with these hair foods I always joke and tell patients, eat the food. Don't oil, don't <laughs> eat, don't let the scalp eat. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It, well, it, I'm it
0: actually, I wanted to stop just there for a second mm-hmm. because certain foods are incredibly important for skin health. Mm-hmm. And when there are others pro inflammatory, mm-hmm. That can trigger The three conditions that we've just Spoken about, especially eczema And here we're thinking of Our glutens Um, Maybe some lactose intolerance
1: Can do that as well? Some people, we are very careful Not to prescribe to everybody Because we've had patients who became Very malnourished Because they followed these exclusive diets When they were not specific for them We always are reluctant to Suggest for everybody it's an individual thing that when we find it in a patient, we then advise them, but we're scared to make it sound like everyone has to withdraw from foods. We have babies that are malnourished because parents thought milk was pro inflammatory and and then the child gets malnourished. So we're very, very careful about the stuff.
0: Okay. So, Polili, for our patients that don't have readily access to dermatologist and come on let's face it i i know how long it takes me to get an appointment for one of my patients with a dermy Mm. it can take a couple of weeks now for a normal patient it can take up to a couple of months um if a patient think they have a skin condition Mm. what is that now one of the inflammatory skin conditions Mm. what is the basic stuff Mm. that we would start with, in other words, topical cares with soaps and washing blah blah blah. What is your recommendation there
1: I always recommend a mild cleanser for the for, for what the is
0: patients. a mild cleanser
1: not something that irritates the skin um, just mild, nothing specific, but not to use laundry soap. I know that in in some cultures they be, when when they are trying to avoid allergens, they then think. That laundry soap we use starting with an S is pure enough. And are I
0: mean, you, you, have, you, you? Sorry, I can say this. That but has
1: a pH of eleven.
0: Sunlight the, soap.
1: When, yes. The when, the, when the skin has a pH of six, <laughs> so you can imagine how alkaline it is. It really rips away any oil that you have and irritates it very severely. So our eczema patients are aggravated by using that, using uh, antiseptics and all that. The pH of those things are very high. And this skin okay. needs something neutral so
0: if because people will ask this question, and I would like you to answer it um, we are we, in this podcast because it 's a podcast we we 're not advertising products, but I think we can speak freely around them for your man in the street, mm-hmm. if he wants to buy a good block of soap or cake mm-hmm. or soap mm-hmm. there 's so many theres lux There's mm-hmm. I, you know what i don 't' even s- I don't know if you even find soap anymore. I I always go to shower gel, mm. but it's what soap. would be mm. a good soap? Life Boy, Dettol soap.
1: Which ones? I would choose Dove or Pure Soap, okay. or maybe Senex Senex because, because those are pure. They are they they are, they are less irritating okay. Then the cetaphil soap, which it, is okay also. It's cetaphil good to wash face as well. Yes, the gentle one. The gentle cleanser.
0: Okay, I know the dermatologists love Cetaphil. I do because we're um, very
1: careful with with products. We know it's like sunscreens. We sound like we, we 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 promote few companies, but it's because we know that other companies promote SPFs that are not true. So we yes. are very specific with companies we trust. Yeah. because you can go, you can do the right thing, prescribe something that is correct, and your patient relapses or or doesn't get the the benefit you want,
0: and for young for young uh, children and babies, the Johnson and Johnson kind of baby baby stuff or the, the, normal the, soaps, the
1: pure 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 ones. But they can use a, a emulsifying ointment. They can use um, something like Epimax. Yes, they can use Epimax. They can use um, uh, cream No. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned Accos. They must not use Accos cream. Accos cream is sodium lauryl sulfate, which is a pro-inflammatory uh, agent. Nobody should use Accos cream unless you are using it to wash and you are you know you are going to rinse it thoroughly. That sodium laryl sulfate must not remain on your skin. So what I usually say: Why am I washing with something that must be completely removed? Why don't I use something else that, if it stays back by 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 accident, is not a problem? If you so use, uh, if this you, is
0: your Epimax, Epizone, it, it, some it, of those.
1: Yes, that you can. Those you can use. Yes.
0: Okay, and especially for dry skin, um, I, I find them beautiful. If you wait,
1: emulsifying ointment can be used immediately. You come out of the bath to lock in the moisture.
0: Okay, now, I want to ask you this thing because I've seen this often. Mm. Um, if I, and this is very, when I say I saw it, I'll see it often, I never shower at gym. Ugh. Mm. Um, but, what I often saw, and this is, again, it's an ethnic thing. I, I've never seen white people do this. I've only seen black people do this. That they use Vaseline, not Vaseline lotion, the normal petroleum, Vaseline petroleum jelly mm-hmm. to… To, to moisturize. Yeah. Yes. It's d- because um, be
1: ashy, as the, yes, my grandmother that's would what I'm say. saying.
0: But the, is it healthy?
1: It's okay. It's, it's, um. Doesn't it? Doesn't create an occlusive barrier on the skin not applies too much, especially on the legs. It can be occlusive and cause folliculitis. But most people use it and they get away with it. But we know that when we get someone with folliculitis, we tell them to
0: you to stop using it. Okay. And folliculitis is it's basically inflammation of the hair follicles. Yeah. So you you have occlusion. like little pimples. Mm. Okay. So. I think I want us to stay broad. I think we there's a couple of conditions that um i we need to um discuss in detail. One of them I think is acne because there's so many different kinds of acne um How about we gently touch for now on some Infective conditions Because we have Different types of infections And if you Get the treatment of it wrong You're going to Create problems So let's start with um, Common fungal infections Mm -hmm. And how do we Differentiate a fungal infection From a bacterial Infection
1: A fungal infection is usually um, Dry, scaly. Um It depends on where it is actually, because you can get it on the scalp. Where, it, if when it is still mild, it's dry and scaly. But we know that if it's a, if it's not treated on time, you get the pussy version called kerion, which looks like an abscess, which then becomes a, 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 a diagnostic nightmare.
0: But this is not this is not dry scalp. This is it's, not if, if the dry- dandruff.
1: Dandruff is all over, it's diffused But is that a fungal infection? No it, 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 There are different types If, if, if there are some people, like, I mean, if you have psoriasis, you'll have, you'll, you'll have scaly scalp without fungus Okay We know that mild fungal um, yeast infection, which is a normal commensal Yeast is a normal commensal of our skin
0: Yes, we need it
1: But if you have overgrowth of it, it can cause a, a scaliness of the scalp If you have overgrowth of the normal yeast that we all have, you can then get that's why you can benefit from using antifungal. But we don't always think scaly scalp is because of fungal infections. Okay, you can get psoriasis, you can get uh, we know that seborrheic dermatitis, which we mentioned, does present a scaly scalp and that can be induced by overgrowth of yeast on the scalp. Okay, but you some people just have dry scalp, people with with um. With 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 generalized dryness can have a scaly scalp as well. Okay. So there are different types of of conditions. You need to diagnose what is the primary diagnosis, because you, you can't just treat every scaly scalp with with uh, with an antifungal. We know that if it's on the face, it can present as round patches, which called tinea fasciae
0: Yeah.
1: It can it can be on the body as tinea corporis.
0: Okay, is that for one that's also it's round?
1: Round the ringworm is a ringworm, it's round, very well defined roundness. Yeah. Round lesion, scaly, especially on the edges. We call it an active edge. Okay. And healing center. Okay. Literally, and this unlike is unlike psoriasis, yeah. which is scaly everywhere.
0: Yeah, this one forms the circle. Scaly it looks and like round. It is yes. it's commonly known as ringworm. Yes. Okay. Um that we can treat with over the counter yes, products like treat. lamisil yes uh, uh,
1: yes lamisil or itraconazole which is sporanox okay. and um uh, fluconazole okay.
0: okay now um there's two conditions that I'm Petrified of That's one of the reasons I don't shower in a gym mm. And that's athlete's foot
1: Yes, <laughs> I've heard of that Yes.
0: So tell us a little bit about that one
1: There are different forms of athlete's foot It's easy to diagnose it um, If you Notice that it's usually on one side Most of the conditions that we get on, because it, it can look like eczema There is another condition where, Which is called ex, uh, um, Keratolysis exfoliativa which is scaliness of the of part of both the feet
0: of both yes not just one
1: so fungal infection usually is unilateral It's usual on one side but oh. you can get cases where both feet are so that's why it's important to to take a good history if it has been going on for fifteen years continuously okay. it's unlikely to be a fungal infection okay but if it's an acute occurrence of scaliness of one side of the of one foot but it can also there's also the the, the wet type which is not scaled which is very blistering the skin is denuded it can be smelly it can be water in, especially between the toes between the toes and it can form blisters also that look like eczema okay so it's important to scrape really to find to find which which um, and this
0: is something that we do with a skin scrape and then when we look under a microscope we yes. can actually see the we fungus we can
1: see the fungus we can see the hyphae in the spores yes
0: Okay, now the yeah. other condition with, that I know of when I think of fungal conditions is where you get these, especially on people's backs and arms, yes. where you get these white spots. And if yes. I remember it's like correctly, it's tinea, Vesicolor. Obicans tinea Vesicolor. Vesicolor. Yes. Um, And that, um, I, I'm not <laughs> a dermatologist.
1: It looks ugly, but but it's also because of um, our own. Um, our own yeast that we have.
0: So this is not necessarily not a pathological infection. condition.
1: It's not an infection you get from another person. It's okay. when you you.
0: Is it something that we need to treat?
1: Yes, because it looks ugly. It's it's pressed to the neck. It just. It's just
0: and in in black patients, it actually causes hyperpigmentation. If I'm That's not. That's why to. it's
1: called vesicola meaning yeah. that it can be different colors. It can be black. It can be white. It can be red. Hmm. It okay. can be different colors but And
0: it's also fairly easy to treat With yes. topical products That yes. you can buy over the, over the counter What's
1: important with it Is that the patients should understand That it's not having been reinfected When it comes up 60% of patients that have it Will have a relapse Because it's your own yeast That is just overgrowing So it tends to overgrow When you're sweaty When you exercise The environment is favorable For it to overgrow so that it can happen again. So we, we tell our patients that there's a 60% chance of recurrence, especially in summer. So to avoid that, if you are one of those that always get a recurrence, is to use an antifungal shampoo maybe every, once a week just to prevent the overgrowth. Okay. When summer starts, maybe in spring, you start using it once a week just to prevent overgrowth. Like for runners and for people who exercise, who have high temperature, that uh, sweatiness and heat... Is a very good ground for it to overgrow.
0: Okay, so Polili, is there any other fungal conditions um, that we need to be aware of? Maybe some that are more dangerous than just your normal fungal infection that you would treat with a, a cream.
1: We do have the, the the deep fungal infections which are caused by immune. Uh, separation. Yes. Those ones are not common, Cryptococcus, um, things like that. But we do see them, especially in very sick patients. Okay. But what I don't, what we see commonly that is not necessary is the delayed treatment of simple conditions like fungal infection of the scalp. If you delay treating it, it then causes uh, abscesses that destroy the hair follicles
0: And then can, they're gone Then but, the hair uh, follicles are gone yeah, you, to, don't, you don't repair those,
1: repair those ears. Yeah. So we need to find that I mean um, Tinea, cruris, jock itch Can mm-hmm. also be a problem I mean it can affect the patient What we should know is that If you get recurrent infections on the skin We should check your toes Sometimes you reinfect yourself Because of undiagnosed on, um, Nail fungus So you keep on reinfecting yourself
0: That's when we scratch
1: Yes, or just because your your nail is there When you touch your socks And then you infect yourself So when you get recurrent infections We start examining the whole body To see that don't you have infection hiding somewhere Like Mm -hmm. the nails The nails are not symptomatic usually So you can have fungus there That is not diagnosed Sometimes there's another family member that's a carrier So when you keep on getting recurrent infections We then ask the whole family to be examined Sometimes there's a carrier in the family that is strong, that has an immunity that is strong enough not to be sick themselves, but they keep on infecting the other members, even for bacterial infections. Okay, for boils and things like that.
0: So this is the next one that I wanted to get mm. to: um, bacterial skin infections, mm. because these can be life-threatening, yes. but they, they can also be very mild. Mm. How do they present?
1: It depends. What we should know is that bacteria can super can infect any condition that we have. Any of the inflammatory conditions can have bacteria on them. Eczema can be affected by. And bacteria And this is sometimes
0: why they are so difficult to treat because you need to treat the both infections and
1: the infection. Yes, but it usually presents as um, infection around the hair follicle folliculitis. Or where you get these um, pimples that are painful around the hair, that becomes a boil eventually. It it can present as cellulitis, where you get swelling of the leg that becomes red, swollen. We call it erysipelas actually, where you get um, one leg becoming very be- uh, I mean swollen, painful, inflamed.
0: Like lymphedema, or elephantitis almost. But
1: but sudden. Suddenly It's sudden, yes Okay It's it's usually caused by strep infection We have also flesh-eating bacteria Which are not common
0: Yeah, but but you know what We've seen some of that Yes, we have And um, uh, I I can tell you um, These are conditions Where you take a patient to theatre yes, every day, one. and you cut away skin, mm. and it's a very bad prognosis. Yes. And that but is if we if we if don't we, treat if we don't diagnose um, them
1: quickly. Yeah, that one is difficult to diagnose because it presents as just redness. That that and then that painful redness. When we have an area of the skin that is painful and red, that's the, the that's how it usually presents early, and it can be missed. So, this is
0: basically what we call as almost a uh, cellulitis. Yes. Am I right? Yes. So if you have painful red discoloring of the skin yes. um, and there's a hardness or a lump or a or swelling, does, you or, need or to see mm. a medical. Yes. Doctor and you need to see them quick yes. Because that needs to be Treated with a proper Antibiotic
1: Boils are common as well What you should remember when you have recurrent boils Is that sometimes you are a staph carrier you ca- In your nose the There's the bacteria that causes the boils So when you get recurrent infections We do a, um, a swab Of the nose to see whether you don't have Bacteria hiding there that keeps on Reinfecting you So yeah. that's important also Okay, Polili,
0: this this skin is our biggest organ. Yes. Um, I I will I will challenge that and say that the gut is a bigger organ if we spread it out. But mm-hmm. um, in total, the skin is the biggest organ. It's probably one of the most important ones that we have because of the barrier function and its immune function. Oh. There's so many things that can go wrong with it So over the next couple of months um, We're going to delve Into detail Into certain skin conditions Um, I thank you I knew that you ran out of ICU this morning Where we have a patient That is presenting with one of these conditions That we've just spoken about Um, And um i'm looking forward to our discussions um maybe we should think about talking about acne okay. um next time because okay. acne in in our topic. um uh, different stages of yes. life um can be very debilitating yes. and cause great psychological distress yes. so maybe that should be our next topic next yes. month yes I thank you for coming. It's always a pleasure having having you around. Um, Next week, we will be talking um, about um, inflammation and pain and how it relates to our hormones and our gut. Join us next week. Have a great week, everyone. That was The Tea Health Show, empowering you with knowledge. Download all previous episodes on your favorite podcast platform. The Tea Health Show is brought to you by The Tea Clinic.